0: another woman on this Wednesday. We out here. So first off, introduce myself. I'm your co-host, Tierra Bryan of T. Bryan Notary Services. And I am Corinne Jones of Freedom Notary Services. Yes, and we are so super happy um, that you are joining us. So we're we, we gonna, we gonna get into it a little bit today. We're gonna get into something, a, a conversation, a topic that. A lot of people don't want to speak breath to or acknowledge within themselves. So this is a retrospective episode. I mean, I guess all of them are technically, right? (laughs) This is a little bit more. So today we're talking about ego. We're talking about ego. And ego presents itself in so many different ways. Um, sometimes it does have its benefits, but a lot of the times it has, you know, some drawbacks. Sometimes our ego stems from a place of an emotional response versus um, a logical one or just even, you know, protecting ourselves, sometimes protecting our ego just really looks like um, giving ourselves all of the, uh, the credit for what it is that we're doing and, and completely taking other people or other external factors like out of it. So as a matter of fact, let me get a, let me get a definition. How do, how do you define ego? So
1: all my life, I defined ego as arrogant. Like I just, I didn't understand, so the other facets of what ego is, how it serves and disturbs us and all of that. So I just looked at it. If a person has a big ego, they're um, cocky or full of themselves. So that's all that I thought it was. Like I just thought that was, oh, he got a big ego because he's talking about himself or he's dominating a conversation or um, it's all about him. His ego is big. But now I define ego as uh, a way of putting yourself, putting your priorities so much to the forefront where you're actually doing yourself a disservice. Do I have that right? Yeah, that's how I that's how I've seen it. I've seen it show up that way in myself. Like, like I'm I'm fighting to protect something in me, which is really just a surface. So I think sometimes with ego, it's almost like a mask that we wear that's not our authentic self, and we use we wear that mask as a way to protect our authentic self out of fear or whatever. So when people get upset about something. That may seem superficial to you or I, and they're just debating it, their pride is at risk, or their their reputation is at risk, or so they think. So that false sense of self, which is actually, I think, ego is. It's a false sense of who you think you are. It's not your true identity. I think that's what ego is. And if it's not managed properly, you will go down paths that can be destructive if you're not careful, because I think ego lives in all of us.
0: That's what I think ego is. That's good. I I love that definition. Hmm. How do I define ego? I think before, I used to think that you needed ego to survive. Mm -hmm. I needed ego to protect yourself from doubt, from self-doubt. I used to think that you needed ego to protect yourself others doubting you. Um, I thought that you needed ego to tap into your ego to remind you of your greatness. And, you know, I kind of really start to hone in on that. What I used to think of as unwavering belief of self, right? But you can believe in yourself without having, um, without having to tap into your ego. So I know the other day we were talking on like a personal conversation and I was put in a position where my ego almost threatens the greatness that I'm, that I already am or in in trying to embody. Right. And you said something like ego is edging God out. Like ego stands for edging God out. And I was like, first of you look at it totally different. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that's a word. That's a word because when you think about when we express ego, a lot of the time is when we giving ourselves all of the props. We taking all of the props, we taking all of the praise, we taking we're we're taking everything as if as if we're the ones who created all of this, right? And when you're thinking about the 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 acronym or yeah, when you're thinking about the acronym of edging God out, you literally are because you're not giving him any of the the praise and the um, acknowledgement. You're not giving him any acknowledgement. That's what it is. You're not giving him any acknowledgement. You're acknowledging yourself as the sole reason of why you are as great as you are, why you've created all that you've created, why you you are who you are right now and taking all of the responsibility. When in actuality, God gave you the thoughts, he gave you the opportunities, he gave you the customer's clients, he gave you the ideas for services, he helped you develop them and put you in certain positions. And when we start to take credit for something that he's doing in our lives that to me is when you start to tap into your ego and that's when you're starting to edge God out and that's when you're starting to make like the whole reason why you are where you are or do what you do is because it's something that you did versus something that God positioned you to be able to do and to me that's the difference and that's when ego becomes a threat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree.
1: I t- I totally agree with that because when we put ourselves in front of everything and don't take and don't give credit to the one above who gave without him nothing would be possible. You know, there are mistakes that we've made that we don't even know that has happened. There are things that um, prevented our success that didn't happen, and we can't take credit for that. So um, to acknowledge God and all that He has provided to us removes ego from the forefront and I think um, ego has its rightful place in our life because without ego we wouldn't protect ourselves from a tiger chasing us you know tigers in Maryland that I've seen so I don't need to activate it there Um, we can we make sure that we eat we put ourselves first enough to put food in our bodies babies will cry their butt off because they're hungry because they have to put themselves first to be hurt in order to be to eat so ego has a rightful place, but at this point and at this time in our life, in this time in the universe, we don't need to be activating our ego to protect superficial things, like protect our, our how we're perceived, protect how um, the glory that we think we need to get from people watching us, or even our customer base is something different between activating ego versus living in your purpose and, and a- activating your confidence. Two very different things. Because I think like we, as, as human beings, we're just, we're born authentic. And when we don't operate in our authentic self, what do we else do we have? We got our ego, we put our mask on, and then we, we show a different or a false version of it. And people can, over time, you can't sustain that. <laughs> that mask be slipping off. And then, and yourself, which you haven't accepted, reveals itself. So it's just so much better to just nurture who you are and be okay with showing up as you are, as you grow and develop and become a better version of your true self. But I don't know, ego's sneaky though. I say all of that, that sounds real good, real deep, but I can get off of this podcast and have a conversation with someone and they will threaten my sense of self. just all on the surface and it's activated. And my instinct is to protect myself. And I have gotten into intellectual debates. I've gotten into why I'm right, you're wrong. And I've learned over the years to check myself because if if I'm doing all of that, trying to be so self-righteous, God's not present in that. I can't, I I don't make no room for nothing but myself. And I just would not be here without God. So who am I to fight to be right? It's not even worth it so so yeah it's definitely has I, my, my perspective of ego has changed over the years it's not just a person walking around being arrogant and maybe the people who i said had a big ego were simply confident
0: no.
1: <laughs> maybe they were just confident where they believed in themselves enough to as you have put Tierra, brag on yourself that ain't always ego that's that's um believing in yourself and not being afraid, not dumbing it down because other people are uncomfortable with that. Is that ego or is that confidence? And I think sometimes because we're imperfect people, it's a fine line and you just have to keep a healthy balance. Just moving in, you can be confident, you could achieve a lot of things, you can have unwavering confidence, all of that, but you should also move with humility too, understanding that there's something greater Than yourself that keeps you going that keeps you achieving because our days aren't promised. You know, when I leave out of my home. I hope to get to my destination safely like my ego is not going to make that happen. That's just talk a lot of the times and projection. So yeah, it's not just arrogance. It's just how we show up and not being conscious of um, what we put out about ourselves. So, yeah, it's, it's so many layers to ego, because if we, if we eliminate ego completely from our lives, then we're starved. You we wouldn't fight for the things that we need. We wouldn't thrive in our business. But it's just that balance. You just got to keep managing constantly. And we don't always pass the test. I don't know about you. Maybe you maybe you do well at that. But but I don't.
0: It's funny that you said that, or at least with the last thing you said, made me think about it. Cause as you were speaking, I I was already kind of formulating where I wanted to go with it, or at least where I sit now with it. So when I, when we started this off, I said that ego is an emotional response based off everything you've just said. I still feel that way. I actually feel stronger that ego is emotional response. Like I'm ready to stand 10 toes down in that all 10 of them. (laughs) down in the sand connected with the ground um because when you were speaking about showing up in your authenticity ego not really present is confident right is is standing on what it is that you know being open to learning new things being open to you know a better direction you still know what you know you're still confident in what you're doing but you're even more confident that the the other things that you're encountering are made and positioned there to make you greater and better at what it is that you're already doing right whereas ego typically shows up and presents itself when you're feeling threatened by something and you're so threatened by it that you almost got to stand up beat on your chest about how much you've done, you've contributed, how you as a soul person has made a difference in X, Y, and Z, whether it's your industry, whether it's your business, whether it's your family life, wherever it is that, that your ego is showing up, it typically uh, happens as a response to feeling threatened. And the key word is feeling. Feeling is attached to your emotions. It's not a coincidence that, that it starts with an E, both words start with an E, it's like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding it's just it, maybe it is but think about it no message it's like no nah. <laughs> that's possible <laughs> but it's it's so true it's so true and then when i think about it and let's get practical now right because all of this is like when we talk about tools in your toolkit that means that this is stuff that you actually can use in your life so let's get practical with it every time that you've let your ego boast, why, what was it connected to? What was the experience like that you were, what were you experiencing before your ego got activated and was it based in logic or was it based in emotion? Was it based Ooh. in a feeling? Really, Not nah, like really, like take stock. Like these, this is these opportunities when you're willing to change and you're ready to change, you these are the opportunities that you need to take because it gives you a chance to look at who you were formally and understand that that's someone that you want to be formally you don't want to behave that way anymore you don't want to exhibit exhibit those habits or um activities anymore so i think it takes one really taking stock about when certain things certain characteristics appear And what exactly triggers them to appear. And for me, if I'm being 100% transparent, the only times that I've operated in my ego is when I felt threatened. Whether I want to claim it's feeling threatened or um, I want to admit to myself that I feel threatened. that's the only time I start to really like, like get up on my high horse because everything else you see it you see my confidence you see my leadership you see my visionary ways like you see it without me even having to say it that's operating in your confidence because you're still able to be humble I don't have to tell you you see it what I gotta tell you for so for me when I start to get into like a space of really really um, tapping into my ego most of the time is projection or, it's because I feel threatened and I have to remind not only myself, but everybody else around me of my greatness. And if you're always operating your greatness, you're always operating your authenticity and knowing that you don't have to be an authority in every situation you're in, being humble enough to know that you can learn from every environment that you're in. You're not worried about ego. You know that ego does more of a disservice to you than it. it increasing anything that you got going on like people who live in their ego baby they're not fruitful they might look like they got fruit but they're not fruitful like fruitful that's it's a different word that's the the full part that's important that's what makes it different so for me or what i'm going to challenge you and everybody who's watching listening to this Every time that your ego has shown up and shown its ass, because that's what it's doing, every time your ego has shown up and shown its ass, what triggered it? Was it a logical response or was it an emotional response? And if you want to keep a G with yourself and boss up, you're going to admit that it is an emotional response. So now that we know that, what are we going to do about it? Because every time that you've tapped into your ego, you've done nothing but push out the person who allowed you to have all of those thoughts, all of those greatness and all that opportunity happen to you. And that's God, honey. Mm. So, oh, about- Tiara, I did not, as you were talking, I was having some feelings, okay?
1: I was having feelings because like earlier, I was saying like, okay, so there's no tiger really chasing me. So it's no, I'm not in imminent danger. So I don't need my ego. But practically speaking, that really is the only time when my ego flares up is when I feel threatened like even on something really small and petty of like something like competition, competition of, like with a sibling or, or something like that. And I'll have a silly superficial debate there. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling some kind of way in that conversation and I'm fighting to be right in that little silly conversation because I feel threatened by someone else's knowledge on something. So I got to one up them. It'd be, it's sometimes it'd be the smallest things and it's ego that can get in the way. And that could be toxic too so it's not always these big falling outs you may have with people or whatever it can it can start on a smaller scale but it always is rooted in feeling threatened and so and we don't even recognize that because ego is like almost like a a reflex you you don't say you know what i'm about to be petty because i'm i'm feeling a way nah you was not you are you you was already petty before you announced it <laughs> you was already feeling some kind of way You would feel threatened by something in your environment it could just be even your observation of something um and you scrolling on social media you know how we always on our phones and we always got an opinion you get and people get in the comments on their phones and talk mess about people it's not that they have a right but it's ego they may feel threatened by somebody's greatness or by their confidence or where they are versus them and people are famous for that but we we're in a culture where it's embraced to do all of that. So we don't take responsibility for it. But yeah, like you shift my perspective with that because it is always rooted in feeling threatened. So my question is, how do we manage that? Because like I was saying, I feel in some kind of way because I'm, you know, I can be a know it all So me being a know it all I take pride in that. But nobody, but that's not a good look to take pride in being a miss it all because I don't know everything. Again, that's ego. So what am I being feeling threatened by? What am I trying to overcompensate for? So now I have a void. Now, now, you know, I can't unsee that now. Now that I know I, I do little things because I feel threatened. So what, what would you suggest? Because you're the outside looking in on me. What would you suggest for me when that flares up and I feel like I feel that sense of resistance where I'm threatened by my intellect or I'm threatened by someone else's accomplishments or I'm threatened by what I see other people doing. So I low-key hate on them because I feel threatened. And so that's ego, being activated. And then we embrace that kind of conversation is embraced. So it's almost validated, but it's still BS. So how do we like change from that? Where we recognize that we feeling threatened because then that's another hit at our egos because then I want to deny that I'm feeling threatened so so it's kind of like how do you get out of that cycle because it hits you unexpectedly and you respond because you want to protect how you feel because our feelings are real and then you say something you shouldn't have said you show up how you shouldn't and then it's already out there like how do you like maintain this sense of humility that's what I don't know
0: yeah. Um I think management really comes in when you like you actually want to manage. You want to be able to manage your emotions because you know having these high spikes of ego or these high spikes of feeling threatened or these high spikes of pettiness don't serve you. When you really want to start changing your habits is by identifying which ones serve and do not serve you. And something like when has feeling threatened ever produced something positive I'm just curious like you know what I mean like when when has it actually produced something positive when has uh being petty produced something positive like we over complicate things so much and I think the one thing that I have learned is just bringing it back to the basics and the basics is really just Humility, knowing that we don't know everything, knowing that we don't have every idea, knowing that we aren't the end all, be all, see all. And I think that's really another part of edging God out is when we think that we have it all figured out or when we feel like we should know everything and all the responsibility. Um, of knowledge belongs to us. We're entitled to it. All these e-words is really just, they just floating around real quick. I'm I'm just throwing them out there because entitlement has a lot to do with ego as well. You feeling like I should do this. I should be the first person. People should come to me. Like when we really want to change some of our poor behaviors, we have to first take stock of why it exists in the first place. What is you about to be petty for? What is it about this person that makes you want to be petty towards them? Maybe it is feeling threatened. Okay, well, what you threatened by? You have your own value. You have your own everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to be threatened by somebody else's anything because you already have something of your own. And if you haven't identified what that is, the energy that you take in being petty for that person, you could be retrospective and figure out what it is that you need to make you not feel like that. You know what I'm saying? To put forth what you need to put forth and understand that what you do is unique and it's still valuable, even if it don't look like somebody else's. There's nine billion people in this world. I know that number is off, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of I'll people. I always say nine billion. I don't know how many people it is, but that's the number I go by. That's <laughs> the number from you.
1: <laughs> but you know what I was thinking a lot of like mindset topics that we talk about are so like interrelated to other things other mindset topics because as you were talking I was thinking I wonder if ego is connected to having like a lack mindset like ego sometimes is is on the basis of jealousy and envy or and um ego you fighting to be right or feeling like it's only enough, it's not enough to go around. So you have to be the only one successful. And so you have to outshine the other people who are supposedly running a race that you're in, which is shit, you running your own race. And so maybe it's it's also connected to just feeling like there's not enough, like it's not abundance in this world for you, you and that other person to share space and, and, and they can have all the knowledge or abilities that they have naturally, and you don't have to have theirs, but you have your own. So I don't necessarily have, if I'm fighting to be heard or to be right, somehow I feel like it's not enough for, to me, it's not, it's, um, I'm lacking greatly if I don't know that particular topic or that, or have that skill or look like that or have accomplished that. So I'm in a position of lack. So then that activates my ego to protect that feeling of threat. And so I wonder if we believe for one, when it comes from like a business perspective, is there, if we believe that it's enough to go around, there's enough profits and revenue to go around, there's enough customer basis, base to go around, there's enough creativity to go around, innovation to go around. If we If we all believe that in our core, then... Would we feel a sense of threat? I don't know. I don't know. I think that would be minimized. I mean, I know that's like a perfect utopian world, but it's just something to ponder because I think it's also rooted in feeling like you don't it's not enough. So somebody gotta be on top. either it's gonna be you or it's gonna be me. And that's not like necessarily you're my accent. If it's gonna be you, it's gonna be me. okay? So I think like, that's how people see it. We feel naturally threatened because it ain't enough. So I'm gonna fight you on it. And, and just like I say, even in like social media world and you looking at celebrities, you mad because they have a certain level of success, whatever that is that's perceived, right? So you're lacking. So in order to, to level out that sense of threat or sense of lack, you have to comment some crap and you know to, to, to validate your lack. So it I think it goes so much deeper Then, like I said, my original definition is, oh, they arrogant. No, it's like you don't believe it's enough to go around. Because when you think those who who operate in like an abundance mindset, they ain't even worried about not knowing because it's enough. They go get the knowledge then. (laughs) They're not worried about not having because the abundance flows to and through them. They're not worried about that. They're not worried about their, their reputation or their image being threatened. Because their authentic self is original, it's only one of them. So if you start looking at things like that, all—I oh, mean, for me, if I go, if I look at my life retrospectively and look at all my little pettiness, it's in some ways it was because it wasn't enough for me. So I had to protect myself to prove, because I was lacking, to prove that that I have enough. I want to show y'all I have enough. I know enough, and all of that. But I just didn't think of it like that. It's, it's based in lack too.
0: Um, Yes. And sometimes it's just like, it it, it do be based in lack. And sometimes the lack isn't um, other people. Maybe the lack is yourself. Maybe it's like, I don't know how long I'm going to keep having these ideas. I don't know how long I'm going to be on top. I don't know how long any of this is going to last. So it's like, look at me. like, you know what I mean? Then you start to really just play into this whole like show. But honestly, you play yourself like a clown because you're putting all of this energy and effort and eyes on you and you're not perfect. At some point in time, you're going to fall, you're going to fall short. And then when you fall short, you either going to reduce yourself to shame, you're gonna reduce yourself to guilt, you're gonna reduce yourself to just completely disappearing. And all of that is still just based in ego because you feel like you have to be perfect. You feel like you always have to be present or position yourself to be at the top. And like none of that is necessary. If we all stood in a circle and held hands in Kumbaya, we all are going to get what we need to get from that situation. And I think, like you said, just being more humble Being more humble, understanding you're not going to know it all. You are going to learn something from other people and recognizing one that again, anytime your ego is present, God isn't, you know what I'm saying? So maybe that opportunity or that, that environment you're in was to learn something from that person that's going to be beneficial for you later, or going to combine onto a thought that God is going to give you. And it's like, oh yeah, I do. I do remember this person teaching me something about this, this will go great with this original thought that I have. And now I've made that thought 10 times greater because I've took it or learned a lesson from somebody else when I didn't think I could learn from them. I am not, you can't teach me nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Once you start to have that, then you ain't learning nothing. Then you can't be greater, then you can't excel. You only gonna be stuck in the box that you created and limited yourself to. So I think for me, when it comes to like being able to manage and check your ego, you have to remain humble knowing that you're not going to know everything, that you can always learn something from, some, from somebody else. You can always learn something from somebody else. If that ain't, if that, if nothing else stick in this episode, please let that one stick. So when your ego starts to flare up, When you start to feel threatened, remind yourself, you can always learn something from somebody else, whether it's something to do or something not to do. Either way, it's still a lesson. And um, I just think that this was such an important conversation because ego will literally make us self-destruct. Period, literally.
1: I was thinking that it would de- it, it, it destroys you because it's not where, like, like, like our ego can be our best friend because it lives within us until the day we die. We can't just completely eradicate ego. Ego does not have to be our enemy. It's just a matter of being aware that it does exist. It's not who you are. Like it's a, it's a, it's a false sense of self, but it has a purpose. You know, it, it protects us in all the little natural ways, you know, back in the day. But today, in the superficial world we live in, we, we're using it in the wrong way. And so, if we put it in, if we put it to bed when it do not need to be used, then, and we operate in our authentic self because either you got your ego or you've been real. I don't know if it's any in between unless you sleep. <laughs> so, if you're not wearing that, that ego, that mask, and eliminating God out of your space, then you, are, you have the opportunity and the space to be yourself. And some people don't know how to be there. So they, they haven't tapped into who they are. They don't acknowledge or they shortchange their gifts. So all that they have is ego. And, and some of us have, have embodied that, that is their identity and they can't see past it. And so it can be hard sometimes to even put your ego to the side because that's who I've become. That's my identity. That's, that's what people know. That's how I show up in the world. And so they almost feel like a shell of a person. And I don't think that that's a a place of no return. I think you can, you have the ability to remove that false sense of yourself and and just deposit, you can eliminate that and deposit more spiritual practice, more time for yourself to examine your your strengths, skills and abilities. And maybe you don't don't have a lot of strengths, skills and abilities. So you got a lot of opportunities to learn things. So then you realize the ego was a time waster it's a relationship destroyer. It's a, um, it's a, what was the word? I was trying to say a way to, it kills your money flow. It's a money blocker. So when you look at it that way, we don't have that kind of time. We don't have that kind of time. I would rather just operate in my authentic self and, and start having an awareness of ego. Because like I said, it ain't going nowhere. We just need to check it. So if, I'm, if, if you start, if your siren start going off in your head and you're like, oh, I feel threatened. Did she just come for me? Check yourself. Maybe she did, but that's okay though, because maybe her ego is activated. Maybe she feels threatened, but I feel like it's enough to go around, baby. I'm going to be okay. So then you could be offering her, the universe, the environment, those watching, another example of how to move in your authentic self. And that's where abundance lies. Drop mic.
0: Okay, because, baby, you pod in the day, okay? Hey. You pod know, Sometimes I've been talking day. like, is that me?
1: I'm feeding me, because I don't always be walking like that.
0: But it's true, though. <laughs> it is, now. <nah>, you use <laughs> pod in the day. Honestly, I, we got to leave y'all with that. I'm sorry. Like, I ain't got nothing else to add on to that. I feel like you... Summarize that so perfectly. And not only did you summarize it, you've also provided tools. You know what I'm saying? You tell them, take stock, take stock of your emotions when you are feeling threatened, when you're feeling discouraged, when you're feeling like when your ego starts to show up, what about it is activating it? what about this environment, this situation, whatever engagement that you are currently in right now, that's activating your ego to show up, take stock of that, pay attention, and then ask yourself, why are these things even happening? And why am I resorting to ego instead of resorting to confidence and knowing what I already got and knowing can't nobody take that from me or resorting to value and just adding into whatever it is that's going on and showing a different perspective. Because again, everybody is unique. Everybody brings their own value. Or you're taking it as a lesson. You're humbling yourself. I don't know what I need to learn in this moment, but let me just listen to it. And then maybe it'll resonate later. And it most of the time it does. So those are at least three different ways that ego shows up up and that you can combat it. So if you need anything, if you take anything from this, take emotional stock of what's going on when your ego starts to present itself. And we know the difference. So let's not play that game. Play that game. Right. We know the difference. So yeah, that that's really all I have. Do you have any uh, last words? Yeah, the last thing I will say about ego is this,
1: if you try to when you identify that your, your ego is feeling bruised or threatened and you make a decision in that moment to lean into your confidence yourself you know what, what what the the beauty in you that's long lasting it's gonna feel so much better than the other action that you could have taken because let's be clear when we activate our egos if it's satisfying because we we're protecting ourselves but it's show it's so short-lived it's so short-lived you end up feeling toxic or you start feeding negativity or it's distracting you from where you need to be headed. So if you just take a shot at just leaning into your confidence, it's a different kind of feeling. You feel good and you're setting a better example for people around you. People can feel that. They can like, cause it's because we think, okay, well, I didn't respond to that or well, I didn't react to that. So I must look like this. That's still ego. But when you don't respond to that and don't react to nonsense and cause it's not a real threat. You lean into who you really are, operating in your own purpose, that's a feeling, that's a positive feeling that's, that there's fruit. and so that that could also help you to, to to realize that it's worth putting your ego away. That's all I got. That was
0: it. That was the one, the two in the tree. Um, oh thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, you know check, checking us out, checking us out learning some things. Every time we come and we do an episode, we learn so much about ourselves. We have conversations that people are afraid to have out loud and not even only out loud with other people. So this is an opportunity where your accountability partners and, you know, have these conversations with yourself. And then start having them with people that are closer to you, you'll be surprised how much you can impact their thought process and maybe can be um, a catalyst for them changing some of their unhealthy behaviors or habits. Um, If you dealt with ego and you got some tools, drop them below in the comments, of course, like, comment, subscribe, share. Um, And thank you for joining us and joining our YouTube family. And later.